What's my part to play in 2023? Well, I was glad you asked. You need to go to Romans 12, 1 and 2. And with that in mind, as you're on your way there, you, you must remember Matthew 6, 33. <laughs> no, no, but you need to seek first. And that's an everyday thing that God is not second, not third, but first. You seek first the kingdom of God and his way of doing things, his method of operation, his MO. And all of these things that the Gentiles are chasing after will come upon you and overtake you, Deuteronomy 28 says. This, it says these blessings will come upon you and overtake you. So don't chase the blessing. Chase the Savior. Amen? How do I do that? Well, Romans 12, 1 and 2 says this. Uh, it, says, don't be con- no, it says don't be conformed to this world. No, first of all, it says uh, uh, submit your body a living sacrifice. Holy, acceptable unto him is your reason. And it's nothing you can brag about. It, he said, it's your reasonable service to give your life to me because I gave my life for you. And when I died, you died. And when I rose, you rose. You've been risen. You, Ephesians 2, 6 says that you're seated, already seated in a heavenly place in Christ. So what does that mean? All you have to do is take your seat. Fight the good fight of faith. Yeah, fight to stay in your seat. Fight not to get up and get moved by tricks of the devil. Amen. So then he says in verse 2, he says, don't be conformed. Don't be informed. You know, I scroll and I scroll, but I'll never find a way on earth to find peace of mind. You, you won't find it on Facebook. You'll find it with your face in the book. Don't be conformed to this word, but transformed. This word metamorphosis. How do I get changed? By renewing my mind with the word of God metamorphosis, he said, don't be conformed, don't be informed, but be transformed. By what? By renewing your mind. Whose responsibility is that? Yeah. That you can prove the good, the acceptable, the perfect will of God for your life. So I know what my job is. I need to renew my mind. Why? Because I don't think right. If I thought right, church wouldn't be necessary. But you don't think right. You think goofy thoughts sometimes. I know because I look at you. No, I'm only kidding. I'm only kidding. <laughs> we all got them. But, <laughs> but with that in mind, now that we looked at those verses, let's go to Colossians chapter 1. Colossians 1, verse 1, Paul the Apostle of Jesus Christ, by the will of God and Timothy our brother, to the saints and the faithful, there it is again, the saints are, are you know, C&E Christians, the faithful are out usually on Thursday nights as well. <laughs> no, but it's the truth. It's just the truth. Some people follow from afar off. And uh, we give thanks to God our Father. He said, the saint and the faithful at Colossae. And by the way, Colossae was Philemon's home church. And Philemon, we're going to look at what he had to say in a few minutes, but Philemon was like you and I. He, he, or the prodigal son, he, he stole some money from, from Ephraphus and took off to Rome. Just like the prodigal took off. I'm, I want to see New York. I want to go to the big city. So he went to the big city with a pocket full of money, got arrested, and got thrown in jail next to Paul the Apostle. 
And Paul led him to obviously to the Lord, and then he sent him back. He sent him back to Colossae. He ran away a slave and came back a brother. It's a great story. It it so represents you and I. You know, we all were running from God in some way or for, shape or form, and we ran into our Paul the apostle, whoever it might have been, that shared the Lord with you, and it was the Word of God that changed your life. Amen. Okay. So we give thanks to God the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, praying always for you, since we heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and the love that you have toward all the saints, for the hope which is laid up for you in heaven, where have you heard beforehand the word of truth? You see, the word of truth is what happens. The word of truth of the gospel, which has come unto you, as it came into all the world. Well, the whole world hadn't gotten it, but it came to the whole world, right? Where it came into the whole world. And what was the word? The day you heard it, we knew the grace of God. We knew the grace of God, real grace, the grace of God in truth. As you have learned from Epaphras, this is the, this is the pastor who had his church in the home in Colossae. And if you think it was a little home, it was huge, huge home, very wealthy, very wealthy man. And uh, so he set up church in his courtyards, if you will. And as I learned from Ephraim, my dear fellow servant, of whom is for your, who is for you the faithful pastor or the faithful minister, somebody that you well know in Christ. He declared unto you, your, he declared unto us, rather, your love in the Spirit. For this cause we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray. We pray these prayers over the church all the time, too. We cease not to pray for you that, and, and to desire that you might be filled with what? And that's epinosis. That's not head knowledge. That's revelation knowledge. That's what he talked about in Ephesians 1 when he said, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened. The apocalypsis, that you'd split the veil between the seen and the unseen. So it's revelation knowledge. Wisdom and revelation knowledge, he said in Ephesians 1. Revelation, split the veil between the seen and the unseen. <laughs> that you be filled with the knowledge, epinosis of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. That you, and this is, this is why we get filled with the knowledge, that you might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work, and increasing, there it is in the epinosis, the, the revelation knowledge of God. And when, you, when that happens to you, you're strengthened with all might, according to his glorious power, and unto all patience and longsuffering with joyfulness, giving thanks unto the Father who has made us partakers <laughs> giving thanks to the Father. He made us partakers of his inheritance in the saints in light. Wow. Thank you, Lord, for the power, the, the, the joy that I need to enjoy my inheritance. Long-suffering with joyfulness, long-suffering, st stability. We need that stability. We're... we're, we're we're not puppets in the hand of the enemy. 
We give thanks unto the Father. He's made us partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. He has delivered us. He has already delivered us. I said he has. <laughs> You've been released from the payment of ransom. It only can be held by fellowship with him. No longer under Satan's authority. You have a divine son, a human brother. He delivered you out of the darkness and translated you into the kingdom of his dear son. In whom, look at this, in whom, in him, we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins. That's past, present, future. Like Suzanne taught on Thursday night. Your sins have been obliterated. Yeah, <laughs> obliterated is good. That means you can't, they can't find them anywhere. That's why he said as far as east is from the west. And we've, we've been in the Philippines a few times, and you can leave the Manila at 9 o'clock in the morning and fly all day and, and get to Hawaii at 9 o'clock the same morning or something weird like that. You cross the date line. Because, because east and west never meet. So when he says he's, as far as the east is from the west, he's removed his transgressions from you. You can't go anywhere and find them because as soon as you get there, they're, they're moving ahead. It's like delete without any way to, for anybody to get to your hard drive. There's no way of pulling it back. You have to restore everything like I had to do with my iPhone. <laughs> That's a whole other story. You don't need to get into that. Okay. Yeah. I did it. Chris helped me, but I did most of it at home. No, no, you got to understand too that computers and things like of that nature. Um, I was on the ark when they were first coming out. No, no, I remember sending my first email when I was like in 1995 or something, and it was a breakthrough email. <laughs> you know the, the kids go and click 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 on the phone when I was sending out Suzanne's message I clicked until my thumbs got sore I'm thinking probably you could just do a big list and hit thin not me I did it individually <laughs> Nancy said there's probably another way to do that I said I'm not going to try it now anyway making no apologies for that I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me and, you know, ignorance is just uh, uneducated, right? Right? So he's not ignorant. He's just uneducated. <laughs> You're not supposed to agree with me so easily. <laughs> I think that when you understand renewal, it's not a, it's not a, mor it's not a moral process. It's a real change on the inside. Like on the inside, you're different. That's why we need to renew our minds because it doesn't show up on the outside until we learn what is good, acceptable, perfect will of God for our lives. So you can, you can be born again, spirit-filled, and still you know, be led by your head, be led by feelings. And feelings, emotions are either driven by two things, energy and motion, either faith or fear. Faith or fear, there's, there's no third option. And so, is our, and then they, they, my thoughts are so important. Am I thinking right? Because I'm not thinking right. I'm not walking right. Anyway, where were we? Oh, yeah. Verse 15, did we get that far? In whom we have redemption through his blood. Yeah. 
verse 15, who is the image of the invisible God and the firstborn of every creature. Well, if there's a firstborn, there must be a secondborn. Hallelujah. Verse 16, for by him are all things created in heaven, in earth, visible and invisible, thrones, dominions, principalities, powers, all things were created by him and for him, and before him all things consist. Oh, you got to read the rest of this one, though. You got to read verse 18. He's the head of the body. Who's the body? The church. So I'm his body. So, so the renewal of the mind is like this. I, I need to get it in my heart that God is not up, up on a cloud 43. He's in me. He's in me. Christ in me, Colossians one twenty six says, the hope of glory. I don't have to go looking for him somewhere. He's right in here. But what I need to do is learn how to live out his existence through me. I have been crucified by Christ. I will no longer live. Christ lives in me in the life that I now live by. I live by faith in the Son of God. Come on. My faith. I don't. Well, let's read chapter 3. Uh, I don't want to jump that far. Yeah. If you then are risen with Christ, like we pray this every day over the church too, if you're risen with Christ. But I, but I like what Suzanne said, don't make it a vain repetition. You have to slow it down and think about what you're saying. Don't just rattle it off. Think, think about the words and what they say because it changes everything. If you're risen with Christ, and it's true, you are, then think on the things that are above. That means I'm not thinking right if I'm thinking carnal thoughts. Think on the things that are above where Christ sits at the right hand of God. Why? Because I'm seated with him in heavenly places. Set your In, in the King James it says set your affliction, but what it says is set your intelligence like it's a calculated move. I'm setting my intelligence on the things that are above and not the things that are earth. Why? Why? Because I'm dead. I'm already dead. I'm going to kill you. Too late. I'm already dead. Too late. I'm, I, not only did I die, but in the waters of baptism, when he came up out of the grave, so did I. And so I can no longer, I'll never die. Someday my spirit will leave, come out my mouth, and I'll, I'll, I'll go on probably, but uh, not until I'm 92. So. He said, set your intelligence on the things that are above and not the things of the earth. For you're dead and your life is hid in Christ with God. When Christ, who is your life, shall appear, you'll also appear with him in the glory. Come on, Romans 8, 19. All of creation is waiting for a manifestation of the sons of God. It will happen in your lifetime. Mortify there your members that are upon the earth. Well, that sounds like put to death, I guess. Fornication, uncleanness, inornate affection, evil concupiscence, covetousness, which is idolatry, for the which things sake the wrath of God comes, on the children of disobedience. We used to walk that way, but now we also put off these things. We, we, we put off anger, wrath, malice, disrespect for other people. We put it off. We, we, it, because when I disrespect you, I show no respect for myself. 
you know, great peace of they that love your word. I think Suzanne brought that out on Thursday night. Great peace of they that love your word. Nothing. Say no thing shall offend them. So he says, stop lying to one another. This was written to the church, by the way. What does lying look like? Are you coming over? Well, I'll, I'll give it a try. No, you're lying. If you're coming, you're coming. If you're going to try, you're lying. So he's saying, he's saying, don't do that anymore. Just tell the truth. Even I don't want to offend anybody. Well, don't offend God. He's the best, most important one. So he said, you put off the old man with his deeds. And look at this, verse 10. And put on the new man. Put on the renewed man, the anachinosis man, not a process of moral change, but daily renewing by the Spirit through revelation daily. Daily revelation. How do you get revelation? Well, I tell you right now, you start reading the Word of God every day, and He'll start talking to you every day. Somebody said, could you give me a word from the Lord? I said, yeah, I can give you 66 books. Well, I just want a personal prophecy. Most of that stuff is junk. You want to stay away from that. You know, what happened to most of the prophets that prophesied 2021 and, and Donald Trump and all that stuff? I mean, what happened to all that? Those guys are all gone now, or at least they should be if they're not. So a real prophet will make mistakes. I'm not saying that. But when you stick, thus saith the Lord unto something, you ought to know that you heard from him. <laughs> thus saith the Lord. He had nothing to do with it. <laughs> Matter of fact, a lot of that stuff goes contrary to the word of God. When you read what's happening in the last days, some of that stuff you can't pray away anyway. So it's going to happen. So he says, put on therefore as the elect of God, holy and beloved vows of mercy, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness, long-suffering, long forbearing one another. Oh, I like this. Forgiving one another. <clears throat> Come on. Forgiving one another if any man has a quarrel against any, even as Christ. Now think about what you've done. It's like the guy I saw judging, judging um, Joel Osteen. He said, do you know what he said on Oprah? I said, should we go around and record everything that you've said? No, how many times have you said things? Oh, wow, I shouldn't have said that. But yet we don't want to give anybody else that's, that same mercy. Let's look at the fruit. Most people that are upset with him are upset that he, that he has a 40,000-member church and it's paid for. Do, you, do I agree with everything I, he says? I don't agree with everything anybody says. <laughs> I'm not disagreeable, but you know, some preachers I, that I really enjoy sometimes they'll say something and they'll say, well, that's, that's out to lunch as far as I'm concerned. So maybe later I'll change my mind, but until I can find scripture to, to... Anyway, so he says here, if anyone has a quarrel against any, even as God forgave, even as Christ forgave you, you also forgive. So that's big time forgiveness. And put on love, the bond of maturity. And let the peace of God rule. What does the peace of God do? It lets you know what's safe in your life and what's not safe in your life. If, if, you, if they were led by the, by the cloud in the Old Testament, we're led by peace. If the peace lifts, don't do anything. 
I told you about making a $30,000 mistake when I didn't listen to the piece. And that was $30,000 back in uh, 1980 or 83, 84. So how much would it be now? Don't do it. Don't do it. And listen to your mate, if you have one. And if not, find somebody that'll, that will mentor you. Let the word of, look at this. Let the word of Christ, the anointed one in his anointing, dwell in you richly. How's it going to dwell in me if I don't put it in? Dress yourself up in the reality of who you are in Christ. Renew yourself by supernatural information. Let God dress you up, man. Yeah, let Christ dwell in your hearts. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns. I like that. There's not a lot of correction in that. Psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts unto the Lord. So you ought to come into church on Sunday singing. I mean, Jordy crawled in there last night and left right after the service. You look like, I'm not going to tell you what you look like, Jordy. That's why I was so surprised to see you back here tonight. I'm thinking this guy. <laughs> yeah, but somebody said he slept for 13 or 14 hours, and I always figured he slept up, standing up in the corner or something. I didn't, it was news to me that he slept at all. So anyway, speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, and make a melody in your heart unto the Lord. And whatsoever you do, in word or deed, give thanks to God the Father, by him. Mm. Okay, one more set of verses. No, one more verse. How about one more verse? You got time for one more verse? Philemon, verse 6. And again, Philemon was the runaway slave that ran into Paul the Apostle. You know, I don't know who you ran into that witnessed you and got you straightened out, but be glad they did. In verse 6 in the King James, I like, there's all kinds of translations, but the King James really makes it clear for me. Verse 6, he says, The communication of your faith may become effective by the acknowledging of every good thing that is in you in Christ. Doesn't sound like there's any room for complaining there. Acknowledging every good thing. So when you're talking to other people, my daughter said, let go of all that negative stuff, Dad. Start acknowledging every good thing that's in you in Christ. If you know how long this girl had been gone out of the church, it's like it's all still in there. Like you got to know when you put it in your kids, it doesn't matter how far they drift. It's stuck. It sticks. That the communication of your faith may become effective by the acknowledging of every good thing that is in you in Christ Jesus that the fellowship, the partnership, and the intimacy of your faith might step on stage, active and operative, with revealed knowledge of every good thing that is in you in the anointing. Mm. Not self-conscious, write this down, not self-conscious, not sin-conscious, not devil-conscious, not unconscious, but God-conscious. You're not going to be a royal priesthood. You are. 
I said, you're not going to be a royal priesthood, you are. You just need to begin to see yourself the way God sees you. And the only way that you can do that is renewing your mind by the word of God. Renew your mind by the word of God and begin to see yourself that way. We hope this message has encouraged you in your relationship with the Lord. For more information and ministry resources, we invite you to visit our website at www.newcovenantchurch.ca. We look forward to you joining us next time as we continue to live victoriously.